You're listening to the Party in My Plants podcast, and your ears are about to get fed with tips about the top plant party restaurants throughout New York City to satisfy all your possible plant party cravings. Welcome to the Party in My Plants podcast, where I make healthy living as fun as a party so you'll, you know, actually want to do it and then actually feel, look, and live your best. I'm your host, Talia Pollock. Now let's get this party started. So my friend Eileen Moreno, who runs The Colorful Kitchen, is absolutely my BFF, best foodie friend. Between the two of us, I'd say we've covered 96% of plant party restaurants in New York City, counting Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Queens. And together, we've probably been to 40%. We actually met because of our plant party restaurant going. We were following each other on Instagram and kept seeing one another at each other's favorite spots and finally felt like destiny was telling us to meet over food. So we got together at a great plant party restaurant, which we'll tell you about shortly, realized we share a birthday and have been pretty inseparable ever since. So since this week is our joint birthday and we obviously celebrated it together, over Plant Party Grub, we figured why not sit down and talk about our favorite NYC plant party restaurants, as well as share our top tips for eating healthfully at non-plant party restaurants. It also turns out that on our birthday, April 27th, Eileen released the mouthwatering cover of her upcoming cookbook called The Colorful Kitchen, Woohoo! Even though she didn't take my advice to make her book cover a photo of me salivating in her kitchen, I'm happy with it. You can check that out at thecolorfulkitchen.com where you can also pre-order her cookbook. And spoiler, this is a plant party cookbook you're gonna get dirty because you're gonna cook from it a lot. But you won't want to get dirty because it's so beautiful. But you'll get it dirty anyway and you'll just have to roll with it. (laughs) One more thing, after recording this episode, not only did I go eat breakfast, protein waffles. Thank you very much. But I also made an epic map guide thing with all the restaurants we talk about. It's pretty much the ultimate plant party restaurant NYC guide. In fact, that's what I'm calling it. To get this guide, which you must do if you live near New York City or are planning a trip here sometime soon, go to partyinmyplants.com slash 33. Eileen, thank you so much for coming on the Party in My Plants podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Talia. I'm the biggest fan of the podcast. The biggest fan mm-hmm. of all the fans. I haven't listened to all the episodes. So you're not the biggest of, fan. <laughs> <laughs> because I have a baby and she doesn't let me, but I love all of the ones I've listened to. Thank you so <laughs> much. We'll tell her to get on the board with the Party in My Plants and podcast. I, I plan on listening to that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, everyone should be excited to listen to this because we're going to talk all about New York City plant party restaurants. And, you know, our background is dining at a lot of restaurants. We met at a restaurant. We met because of restaurants. So I figured you were the perfect person to bring on to shed some light on some cool hot spots for anyone who's ever visiting New York City and wants to eat some plants. Talking about restaurants is my favorite thing, so I'm so ready. Weren't you going to write a book on restaurants or like a blog on rest- something about restaurants? Wasn't that a business idea you had? That was the early the early idea for my website. Instead of recipes, it was just going to be like New York City plant-based dining. That's amazing. And talking about eating out. Well, here we are. I don't think I have the budget for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's your moment to shine. Exactly. Let it all out. So (laughs) how would you define a plant party restaurant? I would define a plant party restaurant as any place you go where everything on the menu looks so good that you end up ordering a bunch of plates to share. I love that. So you turn like any restaurant into a tapas restaurant, essentially. <laughs> exactly. Full on potluck style. Potluck style. <laughs> I love that. And so when you're looking for a restaurant, you know, and you're looking at a menu to determine or, you know, or even the website to determine if you, Eileen, want to eat there, what do you look for? How do you navigate a website or a menu to determine if it's going to have things for you? So the first thing I do is look for a little V symbol, which a lot of restaurants have started doing, especially here in New York, where I think there are a lot of people that are looking for vegan or vegetarian or whatnot. Um, If they don't have a guide like that, I'll usually skim the entrees and 
see if there's some sort of a vegetable dish um, or something that, you know, maybe has cheese and I would say no cheese. If I don't find much in the entrees, then I go to salads, see what kind of vegetables they've got, see if there are enough ingredients to sort of put my own salad together. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you put your own salad together? I usually start, it's kind of a circus. I usually start with, (laughs) if this is, you know, a situation where there's not anything on the menu really that's plant-based I'll start with something like the chicken Caesar salad and I'll say like hold the chicken hold the dressing (laughs) hold the cheese but could you please add the tomatoes peppers cucumbers all the other vegetables that I see like scattered around the menu and sometimes they look at you like you're crazy and say no we can't do that but more often than not they're, they're sure you know they want you to be happy And they'll do it. They'll probably roll their eyes at you, but they'll do it. (laughs) Will they spit in it, you think? Have you ever gotten spit as dressing? (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope not. Let's hope not. So that's really, you know, leads me to a really good question about how do you communicate with your server? You know, because I really feel that the entire fate of your meal rests in the hand of your server. I mean, they're the ones who can push the chef to do something, you know, off the menu or you know, write down your dietary restrictions or they're the the gatekeepers almost when a chef is cranky and doesn't want to accommodate you. They're the ones who have to tell you no. So have you had experiences where you kind of like wooed a server in order to get your way or been told no by a server? Like how do you deal with servers so they do accommodate you? Absolutely. Um, You're very right about all that. I think the first thing I do in communicating with the server is just straight up ask for what I want. And I'll say, I'm vegan. And if they, you know, they respond and they know what that means, sometimes they'll just say, oh, sure. Like, actually, we have like the vegan dish that's not on the menu for whatever reason. Like, that's best case scenario. Is that true? Sometimes they have like a secret vegan menu? You know, that's happened to me. Um, there's this restaurant that my dad really likes in Manhattan called Quality Meats. And as you might guess, the like menu a steakhouse. is a steakhouse. <laughs> uh-huh. And I've gone there so many times with him because he loves it. And they, for whatever reason, have like a vegan dish that's not on the menu. I suppose it's not part of their branding, but <laughs> they're able to accommodate other people. Wow. And so that was the first time I was kind of like, oh, wow, I guess sometimes huh. something they have on hand because you know how many people do you think come through with a group who maybe want have dietary restrictions so I think it's you know smart but anyways there's if I don't luck out like that then and they don't quite maybe know what vegan or plant-based means I'll just say I don't eat dairy um I don't eat meat like what can you do for me (laughs) and oftentimes they'll say, well, why don't you try, you know, this risotto, we can make it without the cream, we'll add some vegetables. Um, I'll, so I'll do that. Or if they're really just not interested or budging, um, and this happens sometimes like outside of New York, and like if I'm traveling, and I'm somewhere where maybe they don't get a lot of requests for plant based food, mm. I'll just sort of put my own meal together, like I'll go to the side dishes and say, well, I'll have the side of, you know, asparagus, broccoli, whatever, kind of a side of brown rice. And, you know, I'll make my own little macro bowl. (laughs) That's awesome. They probably think, you know, you're a little nuts for doing that. But in the end, you're not hungry. You're fine. Totally. I've done that so many times. A lot of like steakhouse places have tons of great vegetable sides. Yeah. I mean, like, like baked, baked potato. potato. Yeah. And then you can do that and you can get all the veggies. I mean, usually you can't get a plant-based protein there, but right. you can get enough plants to fill you up. And it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. So I do that all the time. And, you know, I've found that just being really freaking nice to your servers can go oh. a long way. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. like manners is no joke. <laughs> Right. Like you don't go in saying like, go whip me up something. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you really kind of have to bat your eyes and be nice about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're in their house, you know, like you can't walk in entitled with your diet um, and expect them to prepare you something. And also, I don't I think it's not right to expect a culinary masterpiece if you're going to a restaurant that doesn't specialize in that. Like you have to be prepared to just eat a bunch of veggie sides, essentially. Right. And so for that reason, sometimes if I know that maybe like I don't want just a side of steamed broccoli for dinner, I'll sort of go to the other end of the spectrum and just get like French fries and two glasses of wine. (laughs) And I just say like, this is where I'm at tonight. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is where I'm at tonight. YOLO. <laughs> it's a treat myself with plants kind of night. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. Have you ever lied about allergies to really get your point across if you feel like the server is kind of thinking you're bullshitting? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I actually did that this past weekend. We went to a wedding in Atlanta and we were at a restaurant where, you know, it was like Southern food mm. and we were with a big group of people. So I didn't have any, you know, input over where we were going. And I asked them if the a dish that I was looking at, a vegetable dish had dairy. And he was saying, oh, why are you allergic? And I just went with, yes. Yeah. Like, you know, in the land of like fried food, it's just, it's easier, you know, to go that route because sometimes they do take you a little bit more seriously. That's something I haven't done for years. Like, in years and I actually just did it. So it's funny you asked. That is really funny. I mean, I used to, you used to have to do it all the time. And and anytime I'm not in New York City, I tend to have to do that because they're not most like New York, I mean, people are crazy. They'll be like, I don't eat nightshades. And like <laughs> servers are like trained now to be like, okay, I know what that is and I right. respect that. Um right. it, like we're crazy in New York. But whenever I leave New York, you kind of have to bump up the allergy thing. And you know, it just means you have a bad reaction to it okay I mean the truth is if I were to eat dairy like I would get sick yeah (laughs) that's not no one wants you leaving their restaurant feeling sick right so let's not feel so bad about that you got to do what you got (laughs) to do it's called a Mm -hmm. white lie a white creamy Mm -hmm. dairy lie (laughs) (laughs) anyway um (laughs) so while you know you mentioned you were just traveling when you're traveling do you have any apps or websites or like resources that you use to find healthy-ish restaurants while you're on the go? Uh, Yeah. So Ross, my husband, is really obsessed with the website and they have an app called Happy Cow, which is like a very old school directory of um, restaurants where they list, you know, what's vegan, what's vegetarian, pescatarian, like, Mm. you know, regular with plant-based options. And so we love that. Um, It's very old school. It is. It's been around forever. And they've not um, like updated Ross, their thing. <laughs> they have not. <laughs> but Ross might be their most loyal patron. Really? Which I so funny. He's he not even it. vegan or anything. He, um, no. But he, I mean, he does eat the way I eat. He doesn't consider himself vegan, but he does eat the way I eat like 90% of the time. Oh. And of course, if we're together, he he enjoys when we travel. You know, we like to try new places and all that. So he it's a great starting point. But yeah. one thing we'll also do is, you know, if, and usually in every city, if you tell someone you're going to say, oh, you have to go to this restaurant, so-and-so, whatever. Mm. And if it's a plant-based place or a healthier place, I'll often ask um, the waiter or the waitress where else they would recommend. Oh. Because they're usually in the know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's smart. I've never done yeah. that. That's a really smart idea. Yeah. It's a good way if you don't know anyone from the city a good way to get an insider scoop. Good old-fashioned word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I tend to use Yelp when I'm traveling. I mean, I found it super helpful because you can search in Yelp for a term and it pulls up reviews that include that term. So I've searched for green smoothie and I found mm. people, you know, talking about some random diner, some random sandwich spot, but they got a green smoothie there. So now I know that's an option or I'll plug in, you know, vegan burrito or I don't know, like a whole slew of things. Oh, my big one that I've probably done more than any other one is vegan ice cream. <laughs> Let's oh. be real. <laughs> you know, that is so clever. I'm just, I'm not a huge Yelper, but I should try that. I love Yelp. smart to look by dish. Yeah. And then you can search by area and all this stuff. It's great. I love that. So Yelp is my jam, but you're more old school with word of mouth and happy cow. (laughs) It's okay. Old school is good. (laughs) So besides, you know, straight vegan or vegetarian restaurants, what type of cuisine have you found that you always have great plant party luck with? You know, if it's not just a straight up vegan or vegetarian restaurant, do you have like a go-to where you know I can still get a really plant party dish? Absolutely. So when I'm with my family, like all of my cousins who definitely don't eat plant-based, we usually either go straight for Mexican or some sort of Asian cuisine. Totally. Because those two, I think, are just easy. Basically, anything other than American and Italian. Right. Or (laughs) French. Or French. French Very easy. 
Yeah. So um, Mexican, there's always like a vegetable taco or burrito on always. the menu, beans and rice, guacamole. Just hold so the easy. cheese. You're, it's so easy. Exactly. Um, sushi, there's, you know, so many kinds of vegetable rolls. Thai, like, you know, you can make everything with tofu. Mm. Chinese, same, like, you know, Buddha's delight, my favorite dish. Like, it's, those are the easiest. What is so Buddha's I just, delight? I um, it's just like a mixed vegetable stir fry, like hmm. a very light sauce. I don't know. Is it on like, is it like a standard Chinese dish? I don't really. It's eat like Chinese a very food. standard Chinese. Gotcha. My mm-hmm. go-to is always Mexican because I love Mexican food and Mexican. I mean, Thai, you made a good point because you can always get tofu, but, um, sushi, you can't really get a protein if you're just going with all plants. So like, that's just right. not as filling, but Mexican, you can always get the beans, which mm-hmm. is amazing. As long as you ask if they're cooked with lard, which most people I don't think do anymore. Um, but you do right if they're refried beans, yeah, or if there's like bacon in the beans, yeah. I usually go black bean, right? And they don't usually put bacon in the black beans. I don't think so. Right. I was once at um on a road trip and I stopped at what's that cracker Cracker Barrel? Oh, really? And is that what it's called? (laughs) And I was like so stoked. I ordered a side of beans and it was bacon central and it was a very traumatizing experience. So now I cannot order beans without asking for all that stuff. That's funny, but that's not all that unexpected. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I thought, aren't they known for their like biscuits and gravy? Yeah, I think so. Right? (laughs) And they have those like fun games on the table with the pegs and it's kind of like you jump over the peg and then you remove the peg. It's pretty fun time oh i i know what you're talking about those are fun (laughs) fun. kills good time while you're waiting for your uh porky beans (laughs) so let's talk about new york city dining because we are gonna be putting together a map an amazing reference for anyone coming to new york city that wants to eat some plants and you've how long have you lived in the city well, I'm from here originally, but right. I wasn't eating out at plant-based restaurants like at age two. Oh, you were Basically, I've been back here um, six or seven years. Wow. So, I mean, and you were going to make this the topic of your blog of your life. Uh, so you're pretty well-versed <laughs> in the New York City restaurant scene. Yeah. plants. I would say so, but I would also say um, mostly like the lower half of Manhattan and Northern Brooklyn is sort of my area right. lately just because I haven't been traveling that far with a baby. Yeah, not traveling up up top with the babe. No, I've been missing out on some spots I used to go to. I can't believe I used to get on the subway and go like straight across town for a restaurant. And now if it's like a transfer, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll try to list some of my favorite restaurants that do require some movement from Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna have to fill in some gaps. (laughs) Okay, good. All right. So let's go down. I wanted to do this by category because I mean, that's the way that I eat. You know, I get a craving for pizza and I want to have my, you know, Rolodex of just top two pizza places to get plant pizza or a smoothie and or bakery, cupcakes, whatever. So I'd love for us to just go through these um, food categories and we'll just shout out our fave plant party restaurants. Absolutely. All right. I'm excited. Well, now, I mean, we're, we're recording this at what, 9.15 in the morning. So the first <laughs> category is pizza. And now I am actually craving pizza. I'm so, right there with you. <laughs> so this is going to make me extremely hungry. I should have eaten before this. So, okay. Well, you didn't eat breakfast? Okay, no, sorry. We'll talk about that later. No, I don't eat breakfast till later. <laughs> I had we'll my talk ACD about that later. Okay. So let's start with pizza. So pizza, what is your favorite plant party pizza place? Okay, I have two. Okay. For a quick, a quick slice, two boots, mm-hmm. which they have multiple spots all over the city. You can just walk in and get like a vegan slice. Um. For a sit-down, a nicer meal, Adelina's in Greenpoint, they make their own cashew cheese, and it's delicious, and it's so unique. Ooh, that's cool. So you can get a variety of different pizzas with their um, cashew cheese? Yeah, so they have uh, half the menu's vegan, half of it's like regular dairy cheese and meat. So Perfect. it's a good spot to go with a group of people. And I love that. wine, and that comes off um, tap from the barrels there. Wine? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Another restaurant that has kind of the half vegan, half regular dairy is Paula in the Lower oh, East yeah. Side. That's a really great spot. You literally have one menu on one side, it's plant-based vegan, and the other side, it's 
normal. And so when you're on a date, that was actually where Jesse and I had our first Valentine's Day and then our second Valentine's Day. Oh, because nice. it's like a romantic, cute spot where you can have you can flip the menu and nobody knows, you know, you don't, you don't feel weird eating differently from your partner. Right. And they do the same thing with pasta there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good spot. But two boots, I totally agree with for a great quick slice or just like comfort food pizza. And their gluten-free crust is amazing. It's very, it's very delicious. thin. So it's not that filling and like, you know, bready. I love a crispy crust. I'm Me not too. like a doughy crust girl. Right. Dids. All right, cool. Pizza. <laughs> now on to another savory thing. Burger. What's your favorite plant-based burger in the city? Okay. I would say Bear Burger. Mm. And I love Bear Burger because you can build your own burger from, they have like three different types of vegan patties. And you can get it on a collard green wrap or a sprouted bun. And then you can add anything you want. Like, I don't know, they have, you know, guacamole, hummus, like all the vegetables. And I think the one I like there is the sweet potato and rice burger. Mm. I like their uh, black bean burger. Mm. personally yeah and they have you can get it on a sprouted green bun you can get it on a lettuce wrap i think um or at least you used to you can get vegan cheese yeah so good and there's so many locations throughout the city right so that's a good spot like anywhere you are if you're in a group where some people want meat burgers some people want veggie burgers you can like find one within 10 blocks of you right and they have like bison burgers and like lamb burgers they have like really crazy burgers if you or your person or your peeps are into meat so. And they have really good french fries and pickles. Oh, pickles. Mm-hmm. I concur with the Pickle pickles. Pickle plate. Yeah. So <laughs> I also love for burgers by Chloe. Come on mm-hmm. now. They yeah. have great burgers. She, well, she, they, um, their burgers taste, they're thinner. They're like more like McDonald's burgers. Like they're not super thick and fillings like a bear burger, but um, uh, you got to give her her burgers. Those are good. Shows. And they have great French fries. Too. French fries. And they're <laughs> they're air popped, which I don't really know what that means. But I do know they're not deep fried. So they never upset my stomach when I'm eating them. Yeah. Like you could eat a burger and fries there and feel fine. Yeah. Like it feels like you're eating fast food, but you your stomach won't feel that way yes. after. It's amazing. And I have to throw in five napkin burger, underrated, but probably the most interesting veggie burger I've ever had. I still have not been there. It's so good. I the first time I had it, I sent it back. I, well, I called the server over and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is this is not a veggie burger." I said, "Veggie burger? Like are you like what is this? This is meat." And then he's like, "This is the veggie burger." Like you can clearly see that there's beets and like lentils in the burger. And it tasted so much like meat kind of. It has more of like a savory thing going on than I'd ever experienced in a burger and it's phenomenal. Interesting. Not that meat tastes good. It's not like that. It's just less veggie burgery than any burger I've had. Huh, okay. Really good. You can put on a salad. Great. Okay. Speaking of salad, what about your favorite? This is a tough one. Your favorite salad or salads in the city? Okay. So I think Peace Food Cafe. They have a really delicious Caesar salad. It's all vegan. The whole place is vegan. And they also have this like Asian greens tempeh salad. Mm. And they're so good and they're filling and I love them. I used (laughs) to get the Caesar from them all the time. I used to live right across the street from them and their Caesar was my go-to. I don't know what it is about vegan Caesar salads. If they're on a menu, forget it. I won't even look at the other items on the menu. My eyes just go right to that and everything else blurs and it's the end of the (laughs) game for me for some reason. That's interesting. I'm not I'm not like the craziest Caesar girl, but I love theirs. Oh, well, another place, not to toot by Chloe's horn too loud, but there's her <laughs> their Caesar salads are incredible. And I had tempeh to it. They have it's like a maple tempeh and they have these croutons that are really, really, really good. And they put avocado and it's super filling and really delicious. So that's a great one as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to throw in one more personally. ABC Kitchen's kale salad is out of this world good. I haven't had that. We'll talk probably more about ABC Kitchen as time goes on, as it <laughs> is my favorite restaurant on the planet. So anyway, uh, what about, let's see, ice cream? Um, I think you know the answer. Van Luzzi's. Van Luzzi's. <laughs> yeah, I love their ice cream. It's so thick and creamy, but I can only have it once a month or so because it is so thick and thick creamy. And creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy, and it's um, all cashew and coconut based. 
And so it's just like, I mean, it's really like the closest I would say to dairy ice cream and it's heaviness of any type of vegan ice cream I've had. And that's like a good and a bad thing, I think. I absolutely agree with all of that. It's definitely very, very filling. And I mean, it's it's really good. And they have crazy flavors like salted caramel and cookie Ugh, dough, I love right? Salted caramel. Oh, like, the cookie dough. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, you should get ice cream this morning. <laughs> After our pizza. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so their flavors are incredible, but I also agree that it kind of makes me feel like shit after, not going to lie. So yep. it's like a once a month <laughs> experience. But for everyday experience, I love Chloe's Soft Serve, not to be confused with by Chloe's. This is a different place in Union Square that makes like basically banana ice cream. Right. Yeah, that's like I could eat that every single day. Yeah, I used to live right in that area and I would eat that every single day. <laughs> And they have the carob chips. Carob which chips. I love carob chips. So just get that on top and you're done. And it's so light. It's like a totally excusable snack. Okay, right. Yeah. No, it counts as a snack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. So what about um, burritos? Uh, okay. So there's this place in Williamsburg that I feel like people don't know about. It's called Taco Chulo. And they have really delicious vegan options there and like vegan cheese and sour cream and it's just really like fresh and clean and not greasy i don't even know of that it's in my it's very hood. close to your house it's like a what? few blocks away wow i have yeah, to try it's good. That. and they have really delicious margaritas like cucumber jalapeno Ooh. margaritas all right great because i'm on the hunt for a good burrito i couldn't come up with anything for this category yeah i like they put like potatoes in it Oh, like in as half like half rice, half potato. And that's like a really good texture, I think. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's still right, cool. So Taco Chulo in Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. What about you mentioned margaritas? What about cocktail? Is there any like place that you can think of really interesting plant cocktails? Dirt candy. Oh, have you had drinks there? <sighs> I've eaten there once. They have. So their food is like wild. I don't even know how you would describe it, but they wild take is good. <laughs> <laughs> they take a carrot and turn it into something that like I don't know, like a carrot souffle, like something that I like carrot hot dog there. Yeah. I mean, they they really go like wild and <laughs> just turn plants into other things. And they do the same with cocktails, I feel like. I mean, I mm. I went there when I was pregnant, so I wasn't even drinking alcohol. <laughs> what are you trying to tell but us? But I had, like, wacky cocktails made, Mocktails. you know, made virgin. Um, and they were just, like, delicious. I had this, like, cucumbery. I guess I'm into the cucumber drink. Yeah, but clearly. it's so good. I don't even want to describe it. I just think you need to go. Is it easier <laughs> to just go for a drink than it is to get – because getting reservations, you need to do, like, years in advance at, like, 5.30 or 10.30. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think we had our reservation three months in advance, but I, I believe they open up spots at the bar. For like, walk-ins. And you could order food from the, you know, to the bar also, mm. I think, but I don't know how easy it is. I think it's better to go with a res. Okay. So if anyone's planning to come in the city, just make the res in advance. Just do it and then get the chocolate onion tart for dessert. Ooh, have you had that? I have not. Oh, so good. I know it sounds like not delicious, but it's incredible. It sounds interesting. I'll, I'll give you that much. Interesting. <laughs> so for cocktails, another place that I love that's hard also to get into that you need reservations in advance is, you know, ABCV, where um, they've, you know, they juice things and make crazy, you know, plant things and combine it with interesting alcohol. Like last time I got a I don't even know. I, I can't. Some sort of, not even boysenberry, some sort of berry thing with like suja, which is, I guess, a Korean liqueur, like kind of like a wine, I think, kind of like sake. Right. Um, but it was amazing. It was really interesting. So ABCV, they know what they're doing with plants. Same way as dirt candy, really innovative, a little less wacky, a little less like foamy, <laughs> but um, <laughs> both really interesting, I guess, with their drinks too. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out for cocktails, like, why not go big? What's your go-to cocktail at a non-interesting plant cocktail restaurant? If you're just at a normal bar, what do you, what do, you do? I mean, you're going to laugh at me. It's such a grandma drink. Oh, God. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like a good 
I can't believe I'm even saying this. I like some good wine spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like half, you know, half, I do like half red wine with seltzer water. And then, cause I can't drink that much. My tolerance is so low and I get hung over like basically off like half a drink. So you're kind of getting like double the volume and half the alcohol. And it's like instant sparkling wine, basically. All right. That's good. I know it's embarrassing, but it's so good. No, it's not embarrassing. That's cute. No, I mean, I have a hard time with liquor, to be honest. So I don't I don't really have a go to cocktail. Has that been since you were vegan? Or I mean, I, I definitely know this was before you had a baby, right? This has been kind of forever. Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely like drink my weight and cheap vodka in college. (laughs) But I mean, just not necessarily just because like being vegan, but just cleaning up my my lifestyle and my diet. Like, you know, I just have like no room to feel like crap. Yeah. And so I definitely started slowing down. I mean, you know, even when I was in my early 20s, like after college, I still like, you know, would go get like cheap vodka at the bar. But I definitely started like slowing down. And now if I get a cocktail, like I want it to be delicious and be worth it. Yeah. And you know, the liquor just hits me so hard that if I have like two cocktails, I'm going to feel it the next day for sure. Oh, me too. Two's really my limit. I'll be hungover with anything more than that. Right. But it's worth at dirt candy, for instance, like it's fine. Like I they're delicious. Like if it's, I'm making, you know, consciously deciding like maybe I won't feel that great right. tomorrow, but it's worth it. It's like I do it that way. Yes. Consciously deciding. I do that with everything, you know, desserts, French fries, anything, as long as right. it's a conscious decision. But I'm the same as you since I've cleaned up my life, not my life, my diet. <laughs> it sounds like I was like Your a life. real mess, but my <laughs> diet and, and my insides and my body and everything. I don't want to feel like, like I, long gone are the days where I'm really okay drinking and then feeling like crap the next day. It's just right, not worth you drink it. drink a bunch, wake up, like feel like crap, eat crap. It's and terrible. <laughs> go to sleep, eat more. You know, it's, it's a very difficult cycle when you start w- cleaning up one aspect of your life. It's yes. hard for the others to be out of balance. Totally. I'm not a grandma, but my go-to is just really wine, to be honest. That's a plant. Fermented grapes. <laughs> yeah. Like in the summer, white wine, so good. Yeah. Or like, rosé. Yeah. Perfect. Mm, fancy. <laughs> okay. What about, um, we talked about burritos. What about tacos? Is there a different place that you recommend for tacos? Yes. Well, Taco Chulo also, of course, has great tacos, but <laughs> <should>. I love <laughs> Black Flamingo in Williamsburg. Oh, Black which Flamingo. Which we, you've been there, yeah, right? Yeah, you sent us there. Okay. Yeah. So they have like, I don't even know how to describe what their cuisine would be considered, but they have all of these uh, vegetarian tacos and you can get them made vegan. Like they'll substitute in like a cashew cheese or something instead, mm-hmm. but they're so unique and they're, they're really small and the place is sort of more of like a cocktail bar um, with like small plates. And then downstairs, I think they have a venue where bands play. Yeah. It's a really hip spot. Very it's Williamsburg. Really hip. It's very hip. It's not like a vegetarian restaurant kind of vibe. It's no, not at all. Hip place. And um, they have this like fried oyster mushroom um, crunchy taco that is so delicious. Hmm. That sounds very, very good. Mm-hmm. I like Tacombi, which there are a few locations in the city, but um, or even Rosa Mexicana has really, really good Mexican oh, food. Oh, I like theirs. Yeah. And there are a lot in the city as well. They're mm-hmm. great. They can do it plant style. So what about um, non-pig bacon? And I'm really only asking this because I have a place that I love non-pig tempeh bacon. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm curious if you have a place. Well, I'm so curious what yours is. Um, I would say Blossom. They make the most delicious tempeh bacon. Okay. I love... They use a lot of oil. They make it really crispy. Oh, nice. Is it fried or just like... Yeah, it's got to be fried. Yeah. I love Butcher's Daughter. Oh, really? they make a coconut bacon, I think, unless I'm crazy. It's or it's a te- is it a tempeh bacon or is it a bean bacon? I don't know what it is, but it's <laughs> the bomb.com and I can taste it right now. I just can't tell Ooh. you what it is, but it's very, very good. I haven't, I haven't had it. That yeah. sounds so good. I highly recommend that. So butcher's daughter bacon and blossom. Got it. what <laughs> about bakery? Where do you go when you need, you know, when you're not going to bake cupcakes or cookies or something like that. Right. So my favorite bakery, especially for cupcakes, is Clementine in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Huh. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something right. Their cupcakes are just so good. They have, like, tons of gluten-free that, like, really don't taste gluten-free. They also have this, like, cheesecake brownie that's so good. Um, You know, it's mm. not, like, the most healthy type right. of baked good, but if you want something that's 
just like a delicious baked good. You got to go to Clementine. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really buy cupcakes out and about anymore, but I used to go to, you know, Aaron McKenna, which is the former baby oh, cakes right. in the Lower East Side. I used to like make special trips, you know, like I'd come in yeah. with my family growing up. We'd like go to Pure Food and Wine and then we'd go to Aaron McKenna, I mean, baby <laughs> cakes at the time. But now, I mean, if I eat those cupcakes or they have donuts and all that stuff, I mean, I'll feel god awful because I'm not used to that amount of sugar. But if you're visiting from out of town, I would say it's worth a shot, right? It's so cute too. Yeah. I mean, it's cute. It's kind of like a landmark of the Lower East Side. But I mean, yeah, I kind of overdid it with their stuff for a few (laughs) years just because there used to be, there were so few places you could get a vegan cupcake in the city. They at one point were probably the only place. Yeah. And so I think I like spent too much time there. And now I mean, it's still good. If I'm in the area, I'll, I'll definitely stop in. But I don't know um, that it's my top pick. Yeah, Clementine. Anymore. Yeah, Clementine. You. Okay, what about something healthy? What about a smoothie? Where's your go-to? We have so many places to get smoothies. What's your fave? I know. This is so hard because there are so many good spots. But I think Juice Generation is my favorite. And that's another one. Like you can't, you're never more than like 10 blocks away from one in the city. Yeah, it's amazing. For me, I love their acai bowls better than their yeah. smoothies. Oh, yeah. I like those too. But it's like a little bit more indulgent. It's the peanut butter split smoothie. Mm. So good. It's peanut butter, banana, and dates. And then I'll like add spinach or kale. It's like a milkshake. Yeah. Their peanut butter acai bowls are thebomb.com. Ooh, yum. I like juice presses smoothies personally. Ah, yeah, that's a good one too. They're really good. I, I They have a Hawaiian healer which has – pineapple in it and it used to be coconut water now it's maple water um and ginger and it's just really soothing for hangovers or after a long run or just when you want something really nice for your belly and i also love their heaven on earth smoothie which has dates in it as well and i think some cacao and other creamy amazing stuff Ooh, and it just I want tastes that like right heaven now. That I know. sounds so good. We've gone from pizza craving to now smoothie craving. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, well let's take it to donut craving. Where can you find your favorite plant party donut? Okay, so I think you know this about me. I don't actually really like donuts, which you is donuts so not like it's, donuts. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> it's the only I mean if someone puts a vegan donut in front of me like I'm gonna have a bite but I would never like choose that's crazy that for myself but that said you crazy I think, you know, we have to acknowledge Dunwell Donuts which right for those who do like donuts it's a vegan donut place there uh, the first one started in like East Williamsburg and now I think they have a spot in the East Village but apparently oh. people who like donuts love it Right. We got them for our friends giving party this year and nobody knew they were vegan. Yeah, they're like so decadent and yeah. like sugary, you wouldn't know. But I will say, um, if you don't love donuts, they also have like traditional egg creams and like uh what is it? I don't know, like those old sort of like diner drinks mm. made vegan there and they have really delicious soft serve. So there's something for everyone. Yeah. Well, I love Juice Generation's donuts, which are so healthy. Uh, I mean, relative. They're not fried. They're tiny. I think they're baked. And they are amazing. And I usually get that for like birthday breakfasts. You know, just put a a can. I was going to say a flower. Put a candle in it. And it's really cute. And they don't make you feel like you need to put on different pants. So And they're baked probably. Yeah, they're baked. And they're tiny. So, and they also have Pop Tarts, which are really fun because yeah, how often like do you get a Pop Tart? Yeah. So, I would say Juice Generation. I was going to say Juice Gen because I'm hip, but Juice Generation <laughs> for like, you know, donuts and Pop Tarts that you want to eat and still feel good, but done well if you want to like do it well, do the donut well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and travel a little bit. Okay. What about juice, green juice? Okay. So, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on every category but I'm also not the biggest juice person like I would sooner have a smoothie than a juice Mm, Um, why is that (laughs) I just think you get more bang for your buck with a smoothie like I'd rather have the fiber and like feel full Mm -hmm. um you know I don't like a juice that's a lot of juices have so much like are basically just fruit juice maybe with like a little bit of kale put in Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and you know if I'm gonna be spending like ten dollars 
on a juice, I'd kind of rather be a smoothie. Right. Um, but I mean, that's just me. Like, you know, I, no. still, I, I still like juice, but I also, it's the same, I think, juice generation. Mm. I think they do like a really great job with juices too. Right. Well, my fave is press juicery, which I'm going to say they, they hit all the points you hit that you don't like. What I mean by that is I there they have a juice that doesn't have any fruit in it besides lemon, which is amazing because I I can't do any juice with apple in it. It will destroy my stomach for days. I don't want to really do juice with pineapple in it because it'll spike my blood sugar for days. So they have a green juice that doesn't have any fruit in it, which is amazing. And it's only like six fifty. Okay. So yeah. me. I think I'll have to try that. Right. It's greens one in case anybody wants to find it and enjoy it. It's amazing. So, and I drink juice more as like a a really nourishing beverage. You know, I won't ever use it as like really a meal replacement, but if I got to get some nourishment in fast, I will often do a juice on an empty stomach. Cause otherwise if if I did eat like something really crappy the day before, (laughs) like a green juice, I will be in the mood for a green juice. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. What about your favorite grab-and-go food? Grab-and-go. Um, okay. So in Manhattan, Terry. Oh, T-E-R-R-I. Yes. And I, there's one location on 23rd Street. I think they just started opening a few more. Oh. I haven't been there in forever because I'm never in that area anymore. Right. But they have like really great ready-to-go salads. Mm. And while you're there, you can also get like a juice or a smoothie or a sandwich. And mm-hmm. they have – oh, they have cupcakes there too. They do actually it's now good. that I remember. Yeah. And cookies. Yeah. Okay. Well, my fave is Hugh Kitchen. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And that's fun for the whole fam because they have plants, but they also do meat real hard and fish. And it's basically, I mean, it's essentially a paleo restaurant and it's a cafeteria style, which is really a unique concept because that doesn't really exist much anymore. You get an actual tray. I hate trays. So I say, no, thank you on the trays. They stress me out, but (laughs) you can get a tray if you're a normal person and you can make your own bowls with like quinoa and sweet potato and greens, or you can go in their case and get like fish sticks and stuffed peppers or you can go to their like hot bar and get like meatloaf types of things or like this veg meatloaf and all sorts of roasted vegetables or you can get juices and smoothies and they make chia bowls where it's like chia pudding essentially with like all sorts of toppings so yeah i, mean, I love those he's great it's really they great have, like coconut cream and cashew yeah. cream. Bad. big fan of the hue there's one mm-hmm. in, in kind of near union square and then there's one in that Upper East Side, I believe. Yeah, it's like 85th right. or something. So I'm sure if anyone's visiting, there's one sort of near you. And they have great brunch as well. They do. Speaking of brunch, where is your go-to brunch spot? Okay, I like Bliss Cafe on Bedford Avenue in Williamsburg for brunch, mm. which I know you know it very well. <laughs> I, I don't need to tell you the location. <laughs> but. It's really like a few blocks from my apartment, and I probably get delivery from them twice a week, every single week. I'm probably yeah, their most so loyal I, customer. <laughs> right, so I think you are. It's all cash. <laughs> it's cash only, side note. What I like, that's true, cash only. What I like from them um, for brunch, they have like a breakfast burrito, and you can get it in a gluten-free wrap, and it has – scrambled tofu inside and vegetables and you can get vegan cheese vegan sour cream they serve it with like a side of beans it's like a really filling brunch and it's so good it's really good spring natural actually has a really great brunch it's you know, you can do plant-based or you can go with the real eggs and all that stuff. So there's a few locations. I don't know if they're all called Spring Natural. I think they are. There's one definitely downtown and then there's one in the Upper West Side and there might be others. So Spring Natural is great. I'm going to say ABCV. I mean, we haven't gotten to our (laughs) reveal of our favorite restaurants yet, but I've already revealed that both ABC Kitchen and ABCV are tied at my two favorite restaurants in the city. And ABCV nails breakfast. And it's really hard to get a healthy breakfast. And they nail it. So it's definitely worth going to. I think you can make reservations on Open Table. And you can also um, walk in, I think, for breakfast. Don't quote me on that, but give it a shot. And the chef of ABCV and I have recorded a podcast, which I'm releasing soon. So that's exciting. Just that is exciting. That. And I'm excited for you since I know how much you love their spots. <laughs> I know. You should be excited for me. And also I'll say Butcher's Daughter has really good brunch, but um, it's very trendy. So great place to take some Instas. But, um, <laughs> and it has pretty good food as well, but hard to get into. Yeah. Anywho, that was my brunch ramble. What about your favorite Thai food? Um, 
So I like Sage. It's a restaurant just near my apartment. I order takeout from there a lot. Like clean. Yeah, I get this like coconut curry noodle soup. It's really good. Yeah. Well, people who have listened to my episode on my trip to Thailand. Uh, will know that Uncle Boone's is where my heart is. And you can make reservations on their website at Uncle Boone's. And they it's not by any means a plant-based restaurant, but they do make some amazing vegetarian dishes like vegetarian cow soy, which is to die for. And they make a great vegetarian papaya salad and have awesome cocktails too. So Boone is I haven't boom. been there still, but I'm dying to go since you talk about it a bunch. I know. We'll have to go sometime. <laughs> it's not a good baby-friendly spot, though. Mm. So it's a sitter yeah, night or a girl's night. Home. Yeah, sorry, Violet. <laughs> okay, what about your favorite sushi restaurant? Um, well, Beyond Sushi for, yeah. for vegan sushi. But, I mean, I really do okay. Like, I love, like, an avocado, a peanut avocado roll, which you can get, like, almost at any sushi place. Mm-hmm. But um, Beyond Sushi, they just – I don't know what they're doing over there, but they're doing it right. They're just <laughs> – their roles are so unique. They're, there's nothing you would find on a regular sushi menu, but they'll make like, I don't know, some sort of shiitake mushroom creation with like a delicious tahini sauce. Like they just are really marching to the beat of their own drum, so to Love speak. Love it. And it's so good. It's Beyond yeah. Sushi's Beyond Amazing. I mean, there's a few locations in the city. It's They make, like, I don't know, 12 at least different types of vegan sushi rolls starring every kind of plant imaginable and some plants I've never even heard of before. They use black forbidden rice in a lot of their rolls, right? Yeah, they use the black rice and they use, like, that really good purple rice. Purple rice, too. Yeah, and they make a unique sauce for every roll, which comes in the coolest little tube I've never seen. You squirt it on each piece. It's, I mean, I can't even speak. It (laughs) it is. It's beyond. It's next level. And they also make salads and soups and, like, uh, rice paper rolls with, like, soba noodles. I mean, it is... It is worth going to if you're in the city. And there's a few locations of it now. And I mean, I'll just tell you this. It's great for parties. It is great for entertaining. Mm. We've we've done it. You and I, when we had some friends over on my roof, right. we got it. And then we I've brought it home to Connecticut. I've literally gotten rolls and driven it two and a half oh my hours gosh. to my parents for like a picnic wow. we were having. And we put a seatbelt on it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so it's it's really, really great. And it's very affordable too. So well done, Beyond Sushi. Mm-hmm. What about your favorite? I don't know. Let's see, junk food place. Like, do you have a you know place that you kind of walk out of feeling like crap, but you go Absolutely. to anyway? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Champ, champ, champ. That's you like iconic, champ. right? <laughs> it is. It's a diner, and also in Williamsburg, um, it's like all your typical diner food, but made vegan. So they have like I don't know, fried chicken sandwich, chicken and waffles, like pancakes, French toast, all of that stuff. Um, but you know, using like seitan or tofu or what have you. And it's so good. They have, they get, um, their desserts from vegan treats, which is a company in Philadelphia that a lot of restaurants get their desserts from, but they have a really delicious cheesecake there too. Milkshakes, tater tots, French fries, like all of that. Um, and I think it's kind of like, yeah, like you said, iconic people will make the trip from wherever else they are in New York to go there because you really can't find food like that anywhere else in the city. And isn't it right across-ish from Dunwell if you need a donut after your indulgent meal? (laughs) It's a block away. But I will say to Champ's benefit, you certainly can go there and eat something more healthy. Like you can get a tofu scramble and they have some really good like hearty salads. Yeah. 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 We, cool I got place. something called the Drunken Cowgirl. I went there last week and mm. it was like cheesy chili beans and tater tots. It was so good. Let's just say this is a bring your digestive enzyme kind of meal. Yeah. <laughs> <It is. laughs> okay. Um, what about, oh, I had a really good one, but now I'm forgetting. What about a unique dining experience? Um, so I think that Bunna Cafe, which is an Ethiopian restaurant in Bushwick, is like super unique. If you haven't mm. had Ethiopian food before, you eat it. Um, it comes served on injera, which is a flatbread, a fermented like sourdough flatbread. And instead of utensils, you dip the bread in with your fingers. Yeah, and it's really fun. When we we went there, I think that was your first time with Ethiopian food, right? Yes, it was. And you were like, "Where is my fork?" I know. <laughs> I like sanitized a thousand times, washed my hands a whole bunch. <laughs> 
Right. And also, I mean, the atmosphere in there is so nice. They often have live music and every Friday night they do like a traditional Ethiopian coffee ceremony and they come around and give you the coffee and they make popcorn, which is part of the ceremony. And it's like a great spot for like a date night or birthday party or just if you want something like really different. It's all vegan. It's You just can't go wrong there. Yeah, it's really interesting. I never had, what's it called, Injaro? Injera. Injera. We'll say it one more time. <laughs> Injera. It's like I-N-J-E-R-A. All right. I'm not even going to try to say it, but it's made with <laughs> taff, which I love right. taff. Yeah, I love taff too. It's a great, it's a great Cheers grain. Cheers for taff. Taff's an ancient grain. It's like dark and I make cookies from it. My famous pumpkin chocolate oh, chip cakey so cookies good. that um, when I lean over when we were they just becoming famous. friends. <laughs> I know. I was like, if you make, can you make me a batch of those cookies, please? Yeah. That's how I <laughs> swooned her. Taff is naturally gluten-free, but if you want gluten-free right. injera, you have to call 24 hours ahead because they t- cut it with a little bit of wheat flour, but mm. they'll make it all gluten-free for you. Thank you request. for letting us know. Yeah. For me, I have two interesting dining experiences because I feel like when people come to the city, they should, you know, explore and not just, you know, go to a typical restaurant, although every restaurant we listed are amazing experiences. But I would say on Saturdays, Smorgasburg mm-hmm. has amazing things you can eat with our with plants. So Smorgasburg is like a food, you know, what would you call it? Like a festival kind of? Yeah. Like it's there's a- like they set up tents and – we walk around, it's cash only, and you just get a, a butt ton of interesting food and you hold it in the air and you take a photo of it. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of restaurants, before they become restaurants, they start as like a little startup pop-up tent at Smorgasburg and then they're able to like grow a following and get like a real spot, which I think is so cool. It's really cool. And Pipcorn has been there. I don't know if they're there all the time, but oh, really? I've met the owner of Pipcorn there, Jen. She's awesome. And um, I've had their Pipcorn. And then they have this really, really yummy veggie burger one called like chickpea something. Chickpea and olive. Yeah, that's really oh, good. I look forward oh, I to that. I love everything. They have like this really delicious barbecue jackfruit sandwich. Yeah. That's like, it's like almost like a pulled pork mm. um, texture. And it's like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, so Smorgasburg's awesome, and they used to at least have some vegan ice cream, I know, but then they also have the stuff for the non-vegan people galore. They have the ramen burger, which is the famous ramen burger, which is a real burger. They have these dough donuts that are, like, so insane. They have poke. They have they have everything. So Smorgasburg is such a cool experience. It's very crowded, but very fun. And mm-hmm. then I would also say the Natural Gourmet Institute's Friday night dinners are really lovely. Have you ever done that? No, I know you've mentioned it a bunch. I, I would like to go. Yeah. Um, so Natural Gourmet Institute is where I went to culinary school. It's in Flatiron. And um, so on Friday nights, they clear out all the tables from the kitchens where we are in school. And the students that are currently in school, they cook a meal. And it's like, uh, I want to say it's a five-course tasting meal, oh, wow. maybe more, maybe less. It's it's little portions, not huge. But every meal has a theme. So I think our theme was like Indian or something when we did it in culinary school. And um, so the students are cooking the whole meal. Students are serving you the meal. It's BYOB, which I just think BYOB is as fun as it gets. <laughs> mm, agreed. And, and it's just so fun. It's lovely. It's cute. It's romantic. It's charming. So if you can get into a Friday night dinner, you just go to Natural Gourmet Institute's website and you can find out more about that, which I love. It's so fun. I should do that more. Yeah, we should go. That would be really fun. And in, in addition to, you know, that being romantic, I'm curious if you have a favorite, like, date restaurant spot. Um, so I think a great date spot is Mother of Pearl, which um, Ross and I went for our wedding anniversary last year. And it's, um, it's like a Polynesian restaurant. It's all vegan. And everything is sort of shared plates. And they also make really fun cocktails. Like, they'll make cocktails with all, all sorts of, like, tropical fruits and they're served. I don't even know how to describe it. Like they have this one called the shark bite, which served to you like in a glass shaped like the jaws of a shark. And they add <laughs> syrup to make it look like there's like blood coming out of its mouth, which doesn't sound that romantic. Lovely. It's really fun. But um, I don't know. They have like fried guacamole balls and wow. little like it's all Polynesian. Um, it's really fun. It has like a tiki bar vibe inside. 
Interesting. I don't know what Polynesian food is like. I've never had such a thing. It's like very tropical. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah I remember I saw a photo of you there and you were like had a flower in your hairs or like a lay on or something. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> the drinks come like decorated with tons of like flowers and cherries and whatnot. So you could just like pop one off and put it in your hair if you really like that's feel what you did. the vibe oh, in there. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> so for me, my favorite date night experience, I have three kind of. Well, ABC Kitchen and ABC V, favorite restaurants, so romantic, so lovely amazing, go on open table, get reservations in advance. And I love Craft, which is a very expensive restaurant, but very lovely and romantic. It's a Tom Colicchio restaurant. It's right next to ABC Kitchen and ABC V, actually, um, in Flatiron, kind of Union Square area. And while on paper, it is by far not a plant party restaurant, their sides are the best sides in the world. Like we were talking when we first started this conversation about getting a meal where you just order a butt ton of veggie sides. That is what I do when I go to craft. They have they do carrots better than I've ever had carrots. They do mushrooms really? better than mushrooms. Yeah, it's like they hmm. I don't know how they cook vegetables so well, but they make their vegetables out of this world with like no ingredients. Like every time we eat there, we're like, how is this broccoli so good? It's not like they put a sauce on it. It's like roasted freaking broccoli, but it's like mind blowingly good. So if you can get to craft, put on your best outfit, go have fun. They have great wines and it's a lovely place That sounds for dates. Good. Yes. Okay. And our final thing is what is your go-to restaurant when you're eating with a non-plant partier? Okay, so I already listed it, but I feel very strongly that Bear Burger has something for everyone. I agree. I could agree with that. And I just think that. they're all over the city. You anyone can you can get anything there. Like anything for anyone unless you're with someone who hates burgers, although they do have salads and sandwiches and everything else. Are there people that hate burgers? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to meet <laughs> one of those people. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but I'm sure. I don't know. Basically, they have everything. Okay, well, who doesn't like french fries? Everyone can just go fill up on french fries. Right, with your digestive enzymes. (laughs) So for me, I mean, Bear Burger is a great choice. And I would say that's a great go-to place. That's where I go when I'm going on like girl dates with people, you know, girlfriends that don't eat plants. That's exactly Mm -hmm. where I go. But I also love Dos Caminos, which is, you know, scattered throughout the city a lot. A Mexican place that's really like a fun vibe. And they do like these quinoa bowls with like beans and stuff, but they also do, you know, normal meat and cheese Mexican food. So that's a great, you know, spot to go with non-plant party people too as well. Yeah, that's a good Mexican. You just can't go wrong. Right. Everyone likes guacamole. Everyone. Again, Mm -hmm. I'd like to meet somebody who doesn't. If you, (laughs) listener, my friend there, do not like guac or burgers, please let me know so we can can talk. All right? I'm here for you. You got to have a chat. (laughs) We'll work on it. (laughs) Well, Eileen, is there anything else you want to say? Do you want – did we already cover your top favorite restaurant in the whole wide New York City? Um, What's my top favorite? Oh, well, I think we should make a special shout out to the restaurant we met at. Oh, my God. Yes. Because somehow it didn't make our list. But How I did think it, it not make the list? I really don't know. Well, I guess because I didn't say, what's your favorite crepe place? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. But Eileen, what's your favorite crepe place? Little Chalk Apothecary. What? Also in Williamsburg. Surprise, surprise. But Shocker. that's where Talia and I met and fell in love. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fell, it fell is. Fell into friendship. And it's an all-vegan creperie where the crepes are all gluten-free made from buckwheat flour, and they are so delicious. And in addition to really delicious crepes, they have acai bowls, smoothies. You can make your own special blend of tea. And the, the atmosphere in there is just so cozy. You can, like, bring your laptop and work there, which is something I do a lot (laughs) um, as proved on my Instagram stories every single day. But they also have matcha lattes, and you can just spend the whole day there. Basically. Yeah, it is. I know. Okay. I know that if you're coming to New York City, going to Brooklyn might seem a little bit, oh, I don't know. But I'm telling you, friends, this is worth getting in a cab for. It It is. is. 
a hundred. It's really close to the Williamsburg Bridge. So you'll just go through the Lower East Side, hop over the bridge if you're in a cab or an Uber, and you'll wind up there. And Little Chalk, it's really a magical place. I mean, where else do you get vegan, gluten-free crepes that taste amazing, don't make you feel like crap? You know, they have dessert ones where you can get chocolate and ice cream and peanut butter and Nutella and all that stuff. Or you can get a piece of crepe or a burrito crepe or a, your favorite that you will not not eat, the mushroom <laughs> crepe. The mushroom crepe, add the cashew cheese sauce and you're done. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth the voyage and it's not even that big of a voyage. And when you're there, you can pop over and let me know because I'm right around the corner. We can say hi. (laughs) Well, Eileen, thank you so much for sharing with us all your secret restaurant spots and tips. And, um, I'm excited to get these in the hands of everybody who's coming to New York. I think their taste buds will be very grateful to you. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you, Tali. You know, this is my favorite thing to talk about. So I'm more than happy. I'm so hungry now. I have to go figure out what we're going to have for lunch. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm so hungry. 10 o'clock. What do you mean lunch? Oh, my gosh. It's only 10. I'm like ready for (laughs) pizza, cocktails, crepes. All right. Well, I'm going to have breakfast. You go have lunch and I'll, I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Party in My Plants podcast. I hope you're loading up your open table app as I speak to make some reservations at some of these plant party restaurants, or you're forwarding this episode to a near New York City foodie in your life. Remember, I really did put together an epic map guide thing with all the restaurants we mentioned. I should sell this thing. I mean, I certainly could, but I won't. It's free for you at partyinmyplants.com slash 33. And thanks again to Eileen for sneaking this recording in between her, well, our birthday, her book cover reveal. Remember, it's up on thecolorfulkitchen.com and her baby sleep, eat, cry, poop schedule. (laughs) Again, my ultimate plant party NYC restaurant guide is yours on partyinmyplants.com slash 33, along with a heck of a lot more awesome stuff that takes the hell out of healthy living.